Christmas yes, and yes, Happy yes. New Year from, of course, Vividly Vocal Periodic Table. And today, since it's a holiday, we're going to be talking about our New Year's, let's say resolutions, our intentions for the year, our goals, how this year went, all of that. And if you were alone for the holidays, for the Christmas and New Year's, you're part of the Vividly Vocal family and we're here for you. Yep, so yep, you're yep. not alone. Nope, not at all. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Before we get started, of course, y'all know we got to hit the highs and the lows. Yeah. Um, You want to start it off, Miss Blue? Um, I guess for my high for this week, um, I'm going to be on vacation from work next week. And my low is Jay Marie went to work. It's going to work. <laughs> on new year's eve so there won't be a new year's eve celebration (laughs) oh my god so my high right now is um i have a new job you guys Mm -hmm. i work overnights on weekends um i'm trying to make this money so i can leave uh, my low right now is some of my weekends. I I need to I need to turn up. So I'm gonna have yeah. to. I'm sad, y'all, because this y'all. We, I was supposed to spend my New Year's with my best friend, of course, and Miss <laughs> Blue. But I gotta work. So that's my low right now. I, I'm really fucked up about it. But I mean, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into this, y'all. But J Marie, pick three words that described 2022 for you. Um, crazy, stressful, chaotic. Yeah, mine are about the same. Emotional, exhausting, and stressful is what mine I was gonna say. Do you want me to elaborate yeah. or do you want to? Yeah, you can. Okay, so I'm gonna say crazy because, uh, in, in coming into the new year, like when 2022 came about, I was still, you know. In that element of trying to please people. Right. And I was trying to, oh, well, you're my friend. You're going to be here to the end. Or, you know, I've been knowing you since 2028. Like, I'm going to rock with you. And I was just in this place of being a people pleaser and also letting people, like, not control me, but how can I say it? Like contradict what i have got what i have going on Mm. or um having a say so or talking to me any type of way right and it it kept going on kept going on and it took me until literally the end of this year to realize that i don't have to take bullshit from people right and i call it crazy because you could be friends with somebody for so long and they see their true colors Mm mm-hmm they they they, they show their true colors but you're so yeah. blind and so oblivious to it it's just like you're, you're of course you're gonna ignore it because it's like you know that's my that's my road dog you know they don't mean no harm but you know you gotta watch those signs now what i said crazy stressful stressful y'all 
I had a lot of stressful moments too where I was like, fuck this shit. I am sick and tired of 2022. Like, please, God, like, take me. But, you know, it, it got a little bit better. The light started coming in. Chaotic, just period. I feel like the friendships and just trying to get into a relationship with someone, I just feel like I was trying too hard to be people's friends and be in relationships to a I wasn't loving myself at yeah. the time so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> 2022 damn jesus christ <laughs> emotional we got rid of tune this year didn't we in the beginning of the year that was tune's last run huh yeah was my very good friend tune of a few years had to part ways with him that fucking psycho but in some ways, he's he's still in our lives in some ways indirectly. Yeah. But. Unfortunately. 2022. Oh, my gosh. It, I feel 2022, I was going through my ups and downs in private. And it was just exhausting. It was stressful. Especially with, you know, work and my job and having to do what's expected of me with my family and stuff. And it just it just got too. It was exhausting. Right. And I feel at the same time, I felt like I was very stagnant in 2022 because nothing new was happening. Like I was ready to move forward. I was ready to go, 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 go. But nothing kept moving for me. And then, but, but I got a massage from this lady. Mm-hmm. Jay Marie introduced me to, she was like, it's just not your season. Right. She said, you're going to have a heart attack if you keep going like this. But it's, you have to realize it's just not your season. You have to chill and be still for now. And next year, something's going to pop for you. Right. And that's just what it was. I feel like when I get stagnant, when I'm not doing anything new or anything like that, I get depressed or like I get in my ways and things of that that nature. But it's just I just had to sit down and accept. First of all, I had to relax Mm -hmm. because I had to accept it just was not my season. That was my plan. In the beginning of the year, I was like, okay, I'm just going to relax. I'm just going to chill and be still because I've been working so much in 2021. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to be still. Okay. But someone came into my life that told me that I was not, mm, what did they say? I was complacent, meaning like you're like, you don't care where you are. Like you're complacent, like you're content with what you have right now. And I was content with what I had at the moment because I was grateful for what I had. Not because I don't want to just be comfortable sitting here. I was grateful for what I had at the time. But then that person came into my life and got into my head, said I'm not where I was supposed to be and I'm not doing what I need to be doing. And that just threw me off completely. Like I started getting up and I was like, I started working more. I started looking for new jobs more. I started stressing more. And then I went to go get that massage and I was like, that's what that's what my plan was from the beginning of the year. Right. But 2022, I learned don't let nobody throw me off my path, you know. Right. Right. Come on. Mm-hmm. Y'all, let me tell y'all something. Um, I am so proud of Blue because Blue Blue was very, how can I put it? Blue, when I first met Blue, Blue wasn't the type to really open. She opened up, but it's just like, I had to trust you in order for me to open up to you fully. And I respected that mm-hmm. a thousand, like... You know, a lot of people would just open up to you and then they take back, oh, well, I should never open up to right. you. Da, 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 da. But Blue opened up and just to hear her mm-hmm. just talk about how her year was, y'all, that that, that makes me mm-hmm. excited because my girl has opened up. Right. I am proud of Thank you. Thank you. 
<laughs> Do you have any resolutions for 2023, Jay Marie? Uh, I have a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, um, if y'all are not doing this, I'm doing this right now. Um, Steve Harvey uh, challenged the, the world, basically, to mm-hmm. do a 300 a list of 300 things that you want to accomplish next year. If it doesn't happen next year, hopefully it happens the year after that. But write 300 things that you want to be done in your life as of today Mm -hmm. for next year and so on and so on. Right now, I'm currently at 112 things right now. (laughs) I saw that 300. I was like, 300. I'm going to try. My fingers hurt. But, um... I know one thing that I continuously was writing down. Um, I want to learn how to say no. Mm-hmm. It's very valuable. I feel like no will get somebody, get the heat on somebody ass versus you always telling them yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can't be a yes man to people no more. And that was my thing. I was always, yeah, I do that. Yeah, I was always the yes man. But... It's it's okay to tell people no. Mm-hmm. And that's something I need to be comfortable with. I also, for um, I want to start living a soft life, a soft girl right. life. I want to be able to live the life that I am destined to live. And that's to be in luxury. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people say, well, oh, I can't do that. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. It's easy. You push yourself to mm-hmm. do that. You... You, it's not to wallow in sorrow, so just wallow, period. I mean, you have to push yourself in order to get what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, Another resolution, I do want to, I want to be happy with, I'm happy with my weight, but I want to be more happy of being a bigger girl. And if I do lose weight, the goal is to lose weight. But, you know, if I lose film, be happy in the skin that Mm -hmm. you're in. I have a whole bunch, but I don't want to go down that list. Right. I have, okay, so I have resolutions. I feel like a resolution is like like that one big thing you want to get done for 2023. And then I have, you know, separate goals, like things that it would be nice to do, you know. Um, My resolution is mainly to live in the moment and enjoy the journey. Because... Like, I feel like I wasn't present at all during 2022, really. I was always looking for, like, man, I can't wait to get here. Man, I can't wait to do this, and I can't wait to do that. And absolutely dreading the position I was in. But then I look back, and I'm like, man, I should have been more present for that moment. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That is beautiful. Yeah. What other goals do you have? Um, Dedicate. My resolution is to dedicate more time to Vividly Vocal. Like, get the social media up and going and be consistent with that. And be consistent with the the vividly vocal youtube and get some equipment yes. to actually level this you know thing up right and some separate goals i have i want a new job i want to make some more money enjoy life stay in the moment i want to read more books and learn more things anything damn near anything get out of my list <laughs> i want to stay consistent with my health like um it. keep going to the gym consistently i want to invest more in my appearance and i want to travel that's the big thing mm-hmm. right there traveling I, I that's why I say get out my right. list because I literally wrote all of that down mm-hmm. and also I want to I want my I want to increase my hunger and success mm-hmm. definitely because right. I feel I also I said a lot of things I want to invest so much more time in this podcast right. because I feel like this podcast this is only the beginning for us right for sure we've been getting y'all the emails we've been getting y'all encourage us so much it's just like Y'all, y'all have faith in us. Right. 
And and I love We're grateful that. Grateful for that. We're de- definitely grateful for that. Y'all have so much faith in us, and best believe, like. I know Vividly Vogel is going to take off. Mm-hmm. It's going to take off. We just got to... And we only been gone for two months today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we already didn't hit Ireland. Mm-hmm. We already didn't hit other... We already hit Germany. Right. Like, we're, we're, we're taking off. And how many months you said? Two? Yeah. I mean, we're forever grateful. Another mm-hmm. thing on my resolution, I want my YouTube channel to grow. Right. Right now, literally, I'm... I'm at two. I'm at three hundred and twenty six subscribers. Mm. It's up from here, right? For definitely, you. definitely, definitely. And also, I want to build a better bond as far as with family and also with my friends. It feels like I've been, right. I've been really distant, and I, I don't try to. But you know, when she, when shit stresses you out, it's like you have no choice but to disconnect from the world mm-hmm. to try to figure yourself out. Then when you're ready to figure your, when you're done figuring yourself out, you can connect back with mm-hmm. everybody. But that's a big resolution. Yeah, same. I would like to be more present for my family too, because I it was Christmas and I was like, damn, we didn't got through another unpromised year with no deaths in my family, and I'm grateful for that. And I see my grandma, you know, and her hair's turning white, and I'm like, damn, my grandma's getting old. So like, you know, she's like preparing like her will and stuff like that, and I'm like. Damn, Damn, my grandma's gonna die soon. Not soon. God forbid. Yeah, not soon. Not she's gonna, she, but she's you, going to pass saying. away eventually. Yeah. Like, and it's another unpromised year where I have my my grandparents and I have you know my mom, dad, sister, and my brothers, and it's like and my aunts and uncles. I'm like, damn, I need to be more present for my family. Yeah, I I feel like being present next year for my family is important because we did lose two big impactful people in our lives including my sister mm-hmm. um it's it's been this is the 10th christmas that we spent without my sister mm-hmm. and it hurts it hurts every day and this is the second or third christmas we spent without my stepdad um mm-hmm. i do want my family and my grandmother and them to get a little bit more closer mm-hmm. we're not we're not close right. at all and i feel like that that's another big thing on my list that I I guess I didn't write, but I need to write that. Um, that I really want to be because without it's so many people dying each mm-hmm. and every day, like literally three people have passed before New Year's. It, so New Year's is literally in a couple more hours, right. and literally uh, the lady who uh, what's that uh, news lady that just passed away re- just now. Um, Crap, she's a uh, the white lady. Um, Barbara Walters. Yes, she's. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah. When I heard that, I I, I cried because yeah. I'm like, you were this close to getting into the new year, and right. literally, it's just it, it's scary. People are dropping like flies, right. and it's like you gotta. I I, I I like you said, live in the moment, mm-hmm. but it's just like we gotta we gotta do better out here, mm-hmm. y'all. Seriously. Betty White died December thirty first last year too. Oh girl. God, got yeah. it to you. Whew. my girl gone. Mm-hmm. Don't don't make me cry again. Don't. Oof. Mm-hmm. My goodness. But yes, um, the uh, a question I have for mm-hmm. you, um, what wasn't good about this year for you? What was not good about this year? I felt very trapped. I felt like I couldn't do what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I felt. What was bad about this year? I was very tired. 
Um, I feel like I couldn't sit down to rest because somebody would say I'm not working hard enough or something like that. Mm, I feel like in some ways this year just passed me by and I didn't really do what I wanted to do. But I, what I really wanted to do was sit down and relax and enjoy life and do my own thing, you know. Right. Hmm. What else? Now you got next year yeah. to do. Yeah. I, know. I, know. <laughs> I mean, you, you move at your own pace, yeah. like you said. Yeah, that's about it. That's the main thing. Um, what was it good this year? I kept falling into depression, in right. and out. And it, it bothered me so bad. It was days, I don't mind saying this because I feel like everybody, anybody who deals with depression or anxiety deals with this. It was days to where I would just wallow in the bed. I wouldn't go take a shower. I wouldn't eat. And I would just sit there. Yeah, and I did that a few times. It was just like, what is, you know, when I wallowed in depression, it would be like, well, what is my purpose now? Right. And that started to scare me because it's just like, you know, you got this going on. You got that going on. Why do you feel the, the need to ask that question? And it's just like I I had to ask that question. Like, what is my purpose right now? Why mm. why I have all of these good things going on, but I still come home to fall into depression? Why? Mm-hmm. And it was it was scary. I wasn't having those. I wasn't having suicidal thoughts, but it was just like you know, I just I didn't want to do nothing. Very bleak. Like you just want to sit there and just yeah stare at the wall or some shit like that. Yeah, and it was just like I. You know, when you sit in the the place for too long, the walls start talking to you. So, I mean, that's what was going on, and yeah. it, it, it it got scared. Yeah. So, <sighs> that that. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Never again. I hopefully next year I don't get into that because that was a dark place. Right. I, that's a, that's a place I don't ever want to go back into. For sure. But um, what did you accomplish this year that you are proud of? I got my YouTube channel started. That is a huge accomplishment, y'all, because I was so, I was contemplating about starting this YouTube channel because for one, I didn't think nobody was going to like me. For two, I didn't, first of all, I wasn't trying to do this for the money and I'm still not because I like gaming, period. But it was just a couple things that I just didn't feel comfortable doing. Like, oh, well, what if my voice sound like this? Oh, what if the... I, it was things that I was kind of putting in my way to block me from doing it. But I got up one day and was like, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and start this channel and say, fuck all y'all. Mm-hmm. And literally, I am sitting at 326 subscribers. I just gained one. <laughs> so that is that is a big accomplishment mm-hmm. right now. And then also, Vividly Vocal. Right. <laughs> For sure. Vividly Vocal came from... Literally, we were sitting, me and Blue sat and was like, you know, the dive deep is over. Where do we go from here? And it was just like, well, shit, we could, I mean, we could, we could start right. it back up if you right. want. She, she, she was like, we could start it back up. And I'm like, I can't, I can't hold on to dive right, deep the no name, more. Like, it just got so much history with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it had too much history and it's just like, I said, I literally looked at Blue and I said, bro, we, we should start a new one. And she was kind of adamant at first. She was like, but, you know, we we got to start all over again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, we got to start all over again. But, I mean, I promise you it's going to be worth mm-hmm. it. Look at us now. Mm-hmm. The people were in the emails asking us to make our own podcast before it even even thought of us. Dive deep shutting it <laughs> to down. Be <laughs> to be honest. To be honest. We're going to say the viewer, the listeners created this mm-hmm. podcast low-key. But... Yeah. What about what is yours? Number one, I lived. 
I survived. I'm still breathing. Come on. That's something to be proud of. Um, I learned how to swim. I went yeah. and learned my big age. I went to go learn how to swim. And it wasn't yeah. as bad as I thought it was. I witnessed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number three, I started posting on TikTok. Come on. And um, I've, I need to get back to being more consistent. And I gained like 500 followers in a month. So I need to get back to it. I need to get back on it. Um, I began taking my physical health seriously. Like I started going to the gym consistently three to five days a week. And like my goal is not to lose weight. I just want to be healthier. I want to be stronger because I was very weak at first. Right. And I started lifting weights and running and doing my own thing. And I'm very, I'm, I look forward to going to the gym. Like when I go to the gym at five o'clock in the morning, that's like, it's like my, you know, my alone time. You know, you get your mind right for the day. And it, it's true that people say how going to bed early and waking up and getting exercise is good for you. It's true. And um, I'm not, I don't even look at the scale. I'm not trying to lose weight. I just want to be a healthier version of me. I love that. Mm-hmm. And again, vividly vocal. Period. That's what I'm proud of. Period. Mm-hmm. So um, my next question is, um, what are your plans for the year ahead? Like, my what do you have plans for, for right ahead. now? I'm trying to. I want a new job. I'm looking for a new job, new employment. Or whatever i'm trying to move either out of here or just somewhere else i don't know my plans for the year i want to dedicate some time to traveling and relaxing and stuff whenever i can i want to see new things i want to learn new things um i don't have anything specific i'm just i'm just happy to be here and i'm just vibing you know right my my plans right now is to honestly become a better me. Right. I mean, exactly. I feel like this year um, I was growing and trying to still learn myself. Next year is still growing and learning and growing right. and glowing. But I'm going to be the a better me than mm-hmm. what I was this year, last year, the year before, and the year after that. Because I just feel like I, I have a lot of people have a lot of impact on people and i feel right. like as me being who i am i've impacted a lot of people and a lot of people do look look up to me or look at me as a, a, a inspire like a positive inspiration so it's just like why not change yourself mm-hmm. for the better just don't you know don't fall off to the rear end and get crazy but you know yeah mm-hmm. that's that's a plan i definitely want to do um what you got what's the best <laughs> advice you received this year uh what is the best advice that I received this year? Um, I know, you know, the best advice I got, and call me crazy, y'all, but it came from Blue. And I'm trying mm-hmm. to, y'all, Blue be spending so much knowledge in my fucking head. I'm trying to think of one specifically she told me. Um, ah, here's one. The best advice I got. And I'd be told this all the time, but Hus was very stern and Hus was like very direct. Mm-hmm. Put your fucking foot down. Mm-hmm. Stop letting things get to you. Be be yourself. Mm-hmm. And it was another thing you said I don't remember right now, but that's all I got for that mm-hmm. one. That's the best advice I got. Learn to be yourself and put your fucking foot down because mm-hmm. motherfuckers will run over you. 
Right, right. I've, I mean, I've have had a lot of things I've learned over the year, like a lot of things I've seen from advice and stuff like that. So I'm gonna pick one of them. Okay. Um. Unfortunately, some people we have chemistry with are still operating from a place of pain or trauma. Mm. It's something they need to heal on their own. You may be able to help them if it isn't too severe, but most times it's up to them, not you. It's just painful. There's no other word for it. It also puts you in a tough position if you are the one actively doing the work to improve yourself and unlearn your traumas and they aren't. Granted, theirs might be more severe than yours. So no judgment, but it does hit a point where staying in something that's only half fulfilling you becomes more detrimental to your health than anything. Over time, that banter, that passion and those laughs start to fade and the only and only the reality of you feeling emotionally, emotionally neglected is left. You deserve someone with the same emotional maturity as you, or at least someone trying their best to meet you there to communicate, to learn you fully. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So I do have a, a something I want to talk about. And I feel like it's not talked about a lot because people would overlook it or people just, I don't know. But bringing friends into the new year. Uh-huh. So, from your past experience of having the friends you have or the people you encountered, um, do you think if y'all were still acquainted or cool now, uh, would you have brought them into the new year? If we were now, would I have brought them in the new year? So, let me say this. Last year, the infamous tune, we had... A very big conversation. I'm like, this is not going to last much longer. This is not going to last much longer. But knowing that my birthday trip, my birthday's in the beginning of January. And the trip was like a week after New Year's. And I'm like, I feel bad for you. So I'm going to let you come. But in the back of my head, I was like, I know it's going to be some shit. Right. So I brought him, brought him along. On the surface, it was normal. But he was doing some shady shit behind the scenes. But... <laughs> And then I was like, Jay Marie brought back some information to me. I'm like, that was a fucking mistake. That was a mistake. Even though I felt bad for him, I brought him along anyway because I thought he could be a better. I thought he could behave for a weekend. Like, you can behave for two or three days. Could not. So. At all. And it was, it was, the friendship was ended by the beginning, by the end of February. So it was like, yeah. I mean, I'm not hurting or nothing right now, but I'm just like, okay, yeah, that was a mistake. Like, yeah, he's not going to change, so I got to let his ass go. So you think if if I wasn't in the picture, you think y'all would still, like, be friends going into the movie? Honestly, year? perhaps. Maybe. Because he did a good job of, of living, of keeping, like, his lives separate, you know? Like, to me, he would just be like, oh, everything's fine. I'm doing this and doing that, and I'm making you proud. I'm like, okay. Then he'll go to his other friends and be his old other personality. But somehow, I always say, Jay Marie was put into our lives for a reason. To bring his lies to the surface. And she kept, like, when I met her, he was like, oh, I heard he said da-da-da-da-da. And I was like, no. <laughs> and that's just where it all started tumbling down. And I always say, it's something about Jay Marie that just brought out, like, his true, like, inner demons to the to the face of, like, the world and shit. And it's like... There's a reason why Jay Marie's here, but like maybe one way or another, if it was destiny, we were going our separate ways in any other way. Damn, damn. 
I that's just the way it happened to happen. You know, it, it had to happen like that because I think I remember telling you this. What if I, what if I didn't pop up and he still would have just been lying to mm-hmm. y'all, telling y'all this certain shit, telling y'all that certain shit, and y'all wouldn't have known shit. Right. That motherfucker would have had y'all wrapped around his finger mm-hmm. also with the goddamn Looney Tune pack. He but got there was another him. certain person that set him the fuck off for real. You know, the the great cataclysm, the great. Uh, break up the great uh, <laughs> if, if he was going through that situation with me I probably would have been like stop stop right. talking about it like I don't know like just the way he's mentally declining I don't know we'll never know but it's just the way in this universe in this timeline this is the way it happens happen <laughs> okay so um, but what about you though um I feel like the friends I have now, I'm honestly okay with. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it. I mean, a lot of I've been through a lot of friendships, and I'm honestly okay with not being friends with those people. Yeah, I mean, I wish them the best. I, I'm not gonna speak ill on them, but in all honesty, and I'm just gonna say it. Fuck them. It is. Mm, I mean yeah. that, but I'm giving I'm giving y'all the real. Like it, it ain't it ain't me being mean saying fuck y'all, but it's mm-hmm. like fuck you. I mean, yeah. I wish you nothing but the best, and that's to anybody I've been friends with. Mm-hmm. Like, I uh, I can't say I love you because I mean y- y- a lot of y'all didn't burnt that love right. out. But, but it's all love though. It's yeah, all it's all love. love but but I don't love you, but it's all love. It's, it's all, all love, but man. fuck y'all. Like. And I mean, fuck y'all in the most positive way. (laughs) It ain't no negative shit with it. It's fuck y'all. But it's fuck y'all with good intentions. Because without y'all doing the shit y'all did to me, and I'm speaking on anybody I've been friends with back then. Without, if y'all wouldn't have did the shit y'all did to me, I would not be the person I am today. I would not Mm. face the battle. I would not be now molding myself now because back then i was letting other people mold me i was letting my friends pick and choose all of this now that i'm choosing me it took for motherfuckers to make me choose myself Mm -hmm. for me to finally choose me so i got i mean it's all love but it's fuck y'all in the most positivest way possible no i'm glad i didn't bring none of them into the new year i again i wish them nothing but the best i am okay with who i am friends with i am okay with the people that call me their friend now if you call me your friend and i'm really not your friend i would love for you to stop that today today is Mm -hmm. about to be it's december 31st i need you to stop calling me your friend because i probably am not your friend Mm -hmm. but if i call you friend i text you 24 8 yeah i'm your friend Mm -hmm. (laughs) but if i don't text or call you that should ring a bell to your ears that i don't fool with you if you want me to tell you i don't please let me know text me after this and i will let you know i j marie do not fool with baba the hoo 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 okay (laughs) (laughs) and that is on barney and friends Mm -hmm. but yes ma'am how how can you deeply improve your relationship with yourself this year First of all, put myself first and start doing more, like, start doing more for myself. Like, go get my hair done. Go get my nails done. Take myself. I see. And I was doing all those things and I just stopped. So I feel like if I start back doing those things, taking time for myself, you know, loving more on myself, 
um, say at my affirmations, looking in the mirror, you know, getting my hair done, getting my nails done. Maybe, you know, mm-hmm. that will be a, it, it's a start. Right. And it'll progress into it being a routine and it'll be better for myself. Now, what about you? That's exactly what I was going to say. Putting my wants and needs first, putting up my boundaries with other people and dedicating more time to myself, both physically and mentally. That's beautiful. I love that. Um, what were some good things as far as like conversations or events you went to or mm-hmm. good times you had with someone or people that was a highlight of your um, so my niece was born at the end of last year oh. and i just got to spend more time with her and that's one of my favorite times of the year when she comes over and it's like it's so great watching her grow up because i really do grow up fast and they she's do. experiencing these milestones and seeing the world through her eyes like it's so great Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah that's one of my things i love her so much she's so cute um my highlight this year was um okay this is a random highlight but my highlight this year was seeing my nephew go to prom or go to oh. homecoming to prom for the first time in high school right Y'all, my face lit up so bad. I'm just like, look at you. You are just so cute. Oh, my God. Like, he looked this so handsome. And then he, him and his girlfriend, they were matching. It's just like, you're not a baby Same with my sister. She had an eighth grade prom. And she looked so like a young, little young woman. She's not my baby sister no more because I, I, I damn near raised her. Yeah. You know, she's 14 now. And I remember she was just a little, a little fucking... A little thing, you know, a little baby. That's just like my niece. Right. She went to this dance and she was just so cute. And I'm just like, I remember when you were little and bald. Right. Bald headed. Like my sister was very (laughs) bald headed. Now she got this Beyonce ponytail down to her ass. Period. That was a big highlight. And of course, you know, my highlights are getting more closer to them two, especially Mm -hmm. because. I mean, I'm not going to say I, I I practically raised them. I mean, I I was there, but it was just like, you know, I was a kid too, you know. But, I mean, just watching them grow up, right? it, it hit different. Because, y'all, my nephew about to start driving. My niece is about to be in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this is shit. I remember when they were, like, they had Similac on their breath. Mm-hmm. Like... This is it's crazy. Um, so my next question for you is, um, what are you doing for New Year's? How are you um, bringing it in? All my friends in the house and at work and in the house. Uh, I'm not doing shit tonight. I don't think so. I'm sad. Yeah, we were supposed to. We were supposed to turn up. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sad, y'all. I don't know. Maybe sit in the house, watch some anime, eat some pizza, chill, <laughs> bring it in in a peaceful way. I guess that's something I can do. Are you looking for a peaceful uh new year? Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's fine. Like, I don't have to go outside because we're gonna turn up any time we want to anyway. Turn up, turn up, turn up, turn right. up. You got any more notes for this? Um, year? I do. I have a few. Okay, go ahead and jot it down. Um, I'm looking for the rest of mine. <laughs> what is the most important lesson you learned this year? Through experience. Be careful who you call your friend. Yeah. 
<laughs> be careful who you call your friend because everybody don't have good intentions of mm-hmm. being your friend. Some people are your friends to actually like they support you and love you unconditionally and some people are being your friend for the benefits or just because they can say yeah that's my friend Mm -hmm. some people are have horrible intentions when they become like when they are your friend they could be your friend and be talking about you like a dog Mm -hmm. they could be your friend smiling in your face and they don't they post other friends and when you say something about it you're crazy right or they'll always blame you as the bad guy in the friendship or you're the weird one or you know you don't belong type shit so y'all be careful who y'all call y'all friends definitely what you you got got (laughs) four oh come on stay true to yourself Mm. everybody's on their own path and trajectory in life Mm -hmm. do what you want to do and don't wait for nobody Would you like to elaborate for the bitches in the back? <laughs> Stay true to yourself and everybody's on their own path. That was That's definitely a, a thing I learned this year because looking around, you know, all my um my um high school friends, they're having babies. Ooh. They done graduated college, they got their own job, and everybody is on their own path. You know, some of them didn't go to college, some of them don't have no babies, some of them still live with their parents, some of them do this and that, some of them have different circumstances in life. And it's just like you have to realize that the only time you own is your time. You know, right. you're never late. You're always where you're supposed to be. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, do what you want to do and don't wait for nobody. Like, sometimes, you know, you feel like, man, I can't go here because I can't go out to eat because nobody's going to come with me. You just got to get the fuck up and go go eat where you want to eat because you want to go eat there right. you know it's okay it's not weird to go out to eat by yourself you know i do it all the time i did it on like wednesday i think because i wanted a salad i went and go sat my ass down and got a salad you know um some people are like man i wish i had travel friends people friends who were down to travel and this and this and that but like you know people say like if you're going to be waiting on your friend who don't never have no money forever you're going to be in the house forever and you're going to be mad at yourself that, that part you that part Mm. I feel like to piggyback off on what you said. So, and y'all, next year, do not be mad. If your friend has the money to go somewhere, do not, and you don't, please don't be mad. Right. I'm sorry. I feel like time, time is of the essence, and we have no time to wait on nobody. Like, I love you, but if I have the money to go and do what I want to do, I'm going to go. Right. And that I, shouldn't make or break our friendship. It shouldn't. It, it, we, it shouldn't be an argument. It shouldn't be a disagreement. It shouldn't be none of that. At the end of the day, once you have money, okay, well, yeah, we could do the blah, 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 blah. But if you don't have it and at the time I want to go somewhere, I'm going to fucking right. go. Right. Period. Point blank. Well, I'm going to fucking do it. If I want to eat the fucking red lobster underneath the bridge, bitch, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to do it or you can't afford to do it, <laughs> Don't make me feel bad. Right. Period. I feel like some of y'all do have that bad, though. Y'all make people feel bad because they can't accommodate to your needs. Right. But what are you doing for you to accommodate your own needs? Shama, through my phone. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need y'all to get that together next year. Also, this is a good question. Mm-hmm. What do you want to see change what do you want to see people change next like for next year people as a whole yeah i need first of all i want y'all pick me's to stop Stop. that oh my god please please i need y'all to stop 
That's one thing I need y'all to do. Another thing that I want y'all to stop next year. Stop trying to build relationships with motherfuckers who don't either deserve it or don't want to be in a relationship with mm. you. I'm going to say that louder for the minions in the back. Stop trying to build relationships with people that don't want it or don't deserve mm-hmm. it. Because a lot of y'all this year was looking real. It's giving Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Y'all were giving Bozo the Clown. Y'all was giving the Wendy's girl with the pigtails. That's really what I was going to say. That's really what was just fucked up in my mouth. Y'all were giving so much. And it's just like, you you seen it? We talked about it on the podcast. You seen it? Y'all seen the signs. Y'all seen everything being thrown at y'all. But yet y'all still continue to want to to not look dumb. Because in your mind, you probably didn't feel like you were looking dumb. But in reality, baby, look around you. Mm You look dumb, baby. Right. So, I feel like that's something I want y'all to change. And another thing, if y'all not serious about a relationship with somebody, don't pursue it. it. Don't pursue it. Do not pursue that relationship with that person. Because you'll have somebody in their feelings behind you. And that's when the fatal attraction comes. That's when the first 48s pop Mm -hmm. up. Or, um... What the fuck? Uh, whatever them shows is, uh, the stalker shit. Like... Mm -hmm. Y'all, if y'all don't want to be with that person, don't lead them on. Because I have seen on TikTok, I bet I guess I'm on the wrong side of TikTok. You know, when you get on the wrong side, I'm on the true side, the true crime of motherfuckers killing people specifically because they were in love or they was misled and misguided. I need to get off that side. I don't know Mm -hmm. how to get off, but I need to get off. But y'all. Yeah, I need to stop as a fucking hoe. I'm sorry. I just had to vent on mm-hmm. that one. I might, I have some more conjured mm-hmm. in, but what are yours? I want people to stop. How do I say this? Stop having conversations to argue rather than understand. Oh! Because it feels like when people are trying to have a simple discussion or trying to get to the bottom of things, some of y'all just want to argue. <gasps> you don't want to get this to the solution. You want to argue. You want to get your rocks off and say, oh, you this, oh, you that, oh, I do this and you do that. No, you're not here to have a conversation with me. That's you want to one. argue. You don't want to understand. That's the one. That's the fucking mm-hmm. one. And another thing. Can, can, can next year, can we at least try to not be, can we not be messy next year? Right. I feel like the I feel like a lot of people <laughs> get their their tips hard and their tips mm-hmm. wet because they like being messy. Right. And my thing is what are you gaining from that? Like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and also stop always trying to bring a situation to a negative light. Oh my god. Mm. Girl, I'm about to jump out of the house. I mean this ain't even now right. I'm about to jump out this motherfucker. It's like like you said, when you're trying to talk to somebody and they want to argue. Mm-hmm. Now that you brought an argument upon yourself, not that other person, now your whole mindset about them is negative. But why is it negative? You made it right. negative. Also, stop thinking situations is always about you when it ain't We're about, not you. about you at all. In Ooh, the slightest. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Because not everything is about you. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. I just, I, you could tell, you could bring, what is it? You could bring the horse to water, but you can't make that motherfucking drink, drink it. 
Period. Like, stop trying to make situations negative. Stop always trying to be messy. Just, I, 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 that's too much to ask. Like, God damn. Shit, it could be. It could be, hey, Sally, I made you an apple pie. No, thank you. I don't want it. What, bitch? You don't think your apples, you think my pie not good enough for you, bitch? Is that what it is? No, I'm just not allergic to apples. You don't like my fucking pie, huh, bitch? Meanwhile, Sally just allergic to apples, and she don't. She just don't want the pie. Yes, now like, you, get, like, you give her the pie, what she gonna die? What, what, right. the, what you she gonna She gave do you me? her explanation for it, and you don't want to take it. Take her explanation. You don't believe her explanation, so you run along with your own story. But in your mind, you have conjured up the situation that was never a situation that that was a situation because yeah. you conjured it up, and now you mad. Now you beefing with Sally in your head, and Sally. <laughs> I also want people to stop fucking pocket watching. Okay. So I always see these posts on Facebook. You not grown until you have this. You not grown until you pay this much in rent. You not grown until you pay $2,000 a month in rent. You not grown until this and that. And this a dear friend in the podcast posted this on Facebook the other day. She said, I don't understand the whole debate on people rent situation. And if you paying less than a certain amount, you're considered broke or whatever. But my thing is, y'all got so much money, but y'all still live in Beaumont. Come on! I'm so humble. Anything I have now is better than what I used to have. I'd never be ashamed of what I got because I used to not have shit for real. Woo! Mm-hmm. I got a knock right. on the door. Man. Pocket watching, right. bitches. Like, oh, if you live with your parents, you not grown, you don't have no responsibilities and this and this and that. Like, girl, like, what the, like, what concern does that have of you? Where's that any of your concern? Like, oh, if you don't pay this much in bills a month, you not grown for real. Like, you all in my pockets and don't even know what color Mm -hmm. the lint is, bitch. Mm -hmm. Like, stay the fuck out of my pockets. That shit Mm -hmm. weird. Like, I was looking at something on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. I can't see why y'all paid two thousand five hundred on a uh, uh on an apartment in Houston. Well, damn, bitch! What if I just want to pay? Right. Or I mean, I mean, first of all, Houston living expensive is yeah. is, is high yeah. shit. Yeah. So talk about well, you can get a house cheaper than that. Well, find me a fucking house out there that's that's right. that same price. Down payment. The mortgage. Credit, Thank you. All that good shit. Thank you. Versus me, I can pay this a month. And I ain't got to go through half of that shit. You got to put $2,500 for a down payment. $2,500 for the first month of mortgage. Then after that, you got to go back and you got to fix all the shit that's mm-hmm. up in the fucking house. Bitch, please. Mm-hmm. Give me a, a, a apartment for $2,500 with uh, maintenance people and Trash all of pick that. Trash pickup, door to door, garage, Hello again. Shit. Like, shit. And maybe free Wi-Fi. Depend on where you stay. I also want y'all to work on y'all motherfucking trauma. Please. Because when y'all get into it with other people, when y'all get into it with other people, oh, I'm sorry. It's just because of this and this and that. That's going to work one time. But if you keep doing it over and over again, that no longer becomes an excuse. I know it's unfortunate like like people say. Well, somebody once said, it's not your fault for your trauma, but it is your responsibility to handle it. I feel like people that have not process their trauma mm-hmm. thoroughly they spill out in anger right. on other people they're bleeding on people who didn't cut them that's the word right every time every time blue say that i gotta repeat that right. to somebody because that's facts 
It's like whatever you went through, like it's so I feel like it is okay to have a therapy, a, th- a therapist. Most definitely. It is okay. I had one. I had one. and I, I, I have one currently. I need, but like I said, I need one right mm-hmm. like ASAP. It's okay because you cannot go walking around next year still bleeding on people. Right. Eventually, you're going to bleed so much on people to where they're going to get tired of that shit. Right. A lot, you're going to start losing friends. You're going to start losing family. You start, you're going to start losing all these people mm-hmm. that loved and cared for you or at least tried to give a fuck about you. And where does that lead you right. then? A lot of people expect, like, their friends are supposed to love them unconditionally, no matter what. Like, you know, no matter what issues they got. Oh, you just don't, you just don't accept me for who I am. No, that's different. Like, the only person who's supposed to love you unconditionally is your fucking mama, first of all. Second of all, like... How am I supposed to sit here and let you just go slap the fuck off on me for no reason and just be, oh, it's okay. He just got this and this and that. She just got this, this and that. So I got to take it. Exactly. So I got to be here for you. No, that's not how it works. Exactly. And for the ones who don't have their moms, I mean, I've never experienced that pain. Mm -hmm. But for the ones who don't, it is okay, again, to get therapy, to work those situations out. Because, again, you are going to bleed on the wrong person. And sometimes, if you, like, that goes for relationships, too. Because I was in a relationship to where they their, their past trauma will bleed on me. Same. And it will be bleeding on me. And it was okay for me to accept the things they did. It was okay that they were cheating. Right. It was okay that they was coming home drunk and you know, wanted to to have sex with me and I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. It was okay for them to do this. It was okay for them to do that. And it's just like, I got so tired. I was so, I was covered up in blood at this point. Right. So it's just like, now I'm sick of your shit. Right. I, I don't want to deal with it no more. Right. I was seeing a person who this year had so much trauma, like they, accept, they expected me to fill the holes that they had in them. Mm. They would use me to fill the void. And it's like this person had a bad relationship with their father, didn't have the greatest relationship with their mother. So it's like expecting me to, to be there, like to like mommy him. Like, you know, like, oh, it's okay. Baby. Like, like, and it felt like I was walking on eggshells. Like, so I told the story before. So I was like, so we got into it. We had a disagreement. It wasn't no pressure to me. But I just sent the thumbs up because I was done arguing or whatever. And that person said I gave them PTSD. And then I went to go get a salad from a restaurant. I really wanted to because he was supposed to take me to that restaurant, but we didn't that night. So I went the next day and I got the fuck up and went and got my own salad. And this person thought I went on a date to dinner and a movie because I went to go see a movie, too, that I wanted to see. And thought I was uh, putting them through torture on purpose because... Of some because sh- of his trauma and it gave him PTSD even more. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that person has a lot of fucking issues to work out, but they wanted to me to be by their side a hundred percent, accept them for all their fucking issues that they have, you know. But that's just like Tune too. Exactly. He's a prime example. Tune had issues and had a lot of. Well, first of all, a lot of the issues he had, it was con- it was some imaginary issues he was fucking dealing with. At <laughs> You're making up your own trauma. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker was making up shit. But other times, and I can actually say other times, 
he was actually dealing with real life things and it was it was scary but it was like uh, how can I say it's like you know when a I think of an animal a very clingy ass animal I'm trying to think I ain't no animal really clingy but a sloth clings to a branch a monkey clings to something a branch I guess (laughs) we're gonna use the sloth like you know how a sloth is is clean to that fucking branch. It's gonna mm-hmm. stay on that branch regardless. That's how I. That's how I'm gonna perceive Toon. Toon was very, he, like he had to attach himself to something. Right. He he did not know how to be alone, and it was a very dark, scary thing for him to be alone. Right. Why? Because you you was you he was dealing with some shit that. Probably a figment of his imagination. Or or it was something actually real. And it's just like, from him doing that, you he clinged so much, he started bleeding. And he started bleeding. And he started, the blood started pouring unto Mm -hmm. friends. It starts pouring until someone he called a lover. It just, it kept pouring. It's pouring. It's just like... Damn, nigga, right. like, put the Band-Aid on at least. And you'll put the Band-Aid on the motherfucker or rip it off and start bleeding again. It's just like, damn, I wonder how your new year's going to be. Shit, <laughs> I oh, wonder, God. like, I don't, I don't, I, it, it, I don't want to talk to Toon. I just want to know, like, have you better yourself? Like, from what we've been hearing, not at all. <laughs> not the fuck at all, but it's just like. Go ahead. I remember telling Toom, you need to, you have problems and you need to go to therapy. You have problems and you need to go to therapy. But like, he wasn't receptive to that until one day he fucked up really bad with Jay Marie. He did something really bad. So before Jay Marie could tell me, he tried to come snitch on himself. You know, you know how you, you would like, like a child, you know, you'd be like, I'm telling mama. No, I'm going to tell mama first. It was like, that's how it felt to me. Like, he was telling himself, I did something really bad. I need help here. I need help. I need help. And I was like, okay, yeah, you do need to go to therapy. Finally, you do need to go to therapy. I don't know how I will afford it. And I'm like, okay. But, like, we never really spoke about it until, we never spoke about it again. But think about Tune. He clings to his mama and daddy. And his mama and daddy are enablers. His grandma's an enabler. That part, his both family, of them. They're enablers. They enable him. Well, my mom and dad have a lot of wisdom. They don't. At all. They have a lot of wisdom. And they're telling me I'm not doing anything wrong. That's your fucking problem. First of all. Get on. Get, come on. Because at first, he wanted to get away from his parents because they were judging him for his sexuality. Mm, they low. I'm sure they know his, his sexuality. Man, they know but that they know, like But they in denial. Shit. They in denial big time. But... Like, he wanted to get away from them at first so he could be who he is. But then, at some point, it shifted and said, I love my mom and dad. I'm going to stay with them. Psychopaths. Or, like, they enable him. They enable him. Because their son is a precious little holy angel or some shit like that. But I'm not an enabler. I always tell him I'm not an enabler. So, if you want a friend who's going to tell you. Oh. Oh, my God. My God. True. Someone's man out here. In the figment of his imagination, but I mean, we never go but, to that. But yeah, Mm-mm-mm. girl, Woo, child. But um, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, you guys, and we're actually gonna be right back with this topic. What's up, you guys? It's Jay Marie, and of course. 
We are at a commercial break for a moment before we get back to the topic. But I wanted to let y'all know that I have a YouTube channel called Chunky the Gamer. If y'all are not entwined or y'all not subscribed, make sure y'all subscribe. Make sure when you go to the bar at the top of YouTube, type in Chunky the, not T-H-E, but D-A, Gamer. And I'm going to pop up, you guys. I have so much content coming to that channel. But make sure y'all go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe, okay? And make sure when y'all get there, hit the notification button. And let me know in the comments if I sent y'all from the podcast, all right? Love y'all guys so much. And I will see y'all on the YouTube channel. Okay, we're back. We're back. <laughs> Jay Marie, what was your favorite movie you watched this year? Uh, does that have to be new? That came out this year. Shit. Um, I mean, it, or if you don't have one this year, it could be just one that you watched this year. Okay. So, okay. So, I don't know. If, okay. So, I was stuttering because I... When did Kanto came out? This year or last year? Like the end of last year. Like December last year. Okay, I know I ain't crazy. Okay. Um, a movie that I seen this year that I really enjoyed. Um hmm. I you know, the crazy part, I haven't seen no good ass movies this year. I've been I've been in my A on the good ass movies that they came out. What was yours? Everything, everywhere, all at once. What that was an amazing movie. I cried about three times during that movie. <clears throat> What's that? So, okay, so let me read the read the um, summary because it's hard for me to describe to you. Okay. When an interdimensional rupture unravels reality, an unlikely hero must channel her newfound powers to fight bizarre and bewildering dangers from the multiverse as the fate of the world hangs in the balance. So. It's about this Asian family. I think I think they're Chinese, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. They own um, a laundromat, and so let me find the Wikipedia. <laughs> they own they own a laundromat, and they're trying to get taxes done or whatever, or some shit like that, something like that. Yeah. But then at some point, like like her husband from another dimension comes through and is like, "Hey, you're in danger. There's a dark force of power after you." It's an amazing movie. How do I describe it? Hold on. The plot centers on a Chinese American immigrant. Um, who, while being audited by the RRS, discovers that she must connect with the parallel universe versions of herself to prevent a powerful being from destroying the multiverse. The powerful being is like a different version of her daughter. And so it's like, it's about like, the daughter's gay. And so they're trying, she wants to be accepted by her mother. I don't know. I don't want to spoil the movie, but it was a great movie. And I, I cried like three times during that. What's it on? Is it- I think it's on Showtime. It's on... Um, it's on YouTube, Paramount Plus, Showtime, Hulu with a premium subscription, Amazon Prime with a premium description, subscription, uh, Sling TV, Fubo TV. It's on, um, Google Play, Apple TV, Voodoo, Redbox. It's really good. It was a great movie. It's my favorite movie of the year. That sounds good. But a movie that I have (laughs) been stuck on, like glue, it's not new, but it's old as and it's my favorite movie is Wait Until It's Hell. Mm. It's been on Tubi for a minute and I have been watching it like the Undying Hawk. I uh that and, and it's another movie called Birthday Behavior on Tubi. And basically, well, y'all probably know what about Wait Until It's Hell. If y'all don't know, it's about these four women. They have different things going on in their life. For one example, uh Angela Bassett, who is the baddest bitch of them all, she plays this woman who is 
married to this man who ends up going for a white woman. Uh, I forgot what Robin do. Oh, Robin's a hoe. I think that's all I know. Uh, Whitney Houston, um, she's trying to find love, but she ended up with these bad situations. And Gloria, with a child, her husband ended up being bisexual, and she ended up finding love across the street with a neighbor. And they all just come together, you know, and kind of be as one as friends, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. Um, one though, the other one, the birthday behavior one, act, that one actually did come out this year, but it's a Tubi movie. But, um, that one is basically about these three friends. They have birthdays back to back to back. And, um, they, they have different scenarios and it's like really sad. Like one of them, she doesn't have custody of her son and she's fighting back and forth with her boot, well, with her uh, baby daddy. But he's trying to introduce a new girlfriend and a new girlfriend weird about it. Mm-hmm. This other girl, she's dating a married man. The married man is playing her, giving her money. And the wife is instructing him to play her and to give her money. Mm-hmm. And then the other lady, she just, she feel like marriage, she don't, she, she don't, she don't want to be married. She feel like she don't want to have a title. She just wants to be with that person, her forever person mm-hmm. for forever without having a title. And it's, it's, it's really, to say it's a Tubi movie. Okay. It's really nice. I think you should check it out. It's funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's what is it called? Fun. Birthday Behavior. Birthday Behavior. It's, it's funny as fuck. You, you, you gonna get a laugh out of it, but it was a really good ass movie. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. What is your favorite show of this year? Um, what is my favorite show right now? Um, I haven't watched Wednesday, so it ain't that right Mm -hmm. now. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite show. What is yours? I would say mine is Bluey. It's a child's show. The dog? Yeah, the dog. Me and my niece, well, my niece don't know what's going on, but we would sit and watch it, you know. And, like, it's a great fucking show. Like, it's a great show. Like, it's... Like, somebody said on Facebook, like, these kids watching Bluey, they about to be the most stable, gen- mentally stable generation ever. So, like, they really be spitting on there. Like, one time, okay, so Bluey, she had a friend named John Luke, and he came camping or some shit, and they met through the campsite or whatever, and he had to go. He's from France or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Mom, why did John Luke have to go? Like, well, she said, well, sweetie, their uh, vacation was over. And she's like, well, but he was my friend. And she was like, well, sometimes special people come into our lives and stay for a bit and then they have to go. And she was like, but that's sad. And then she said, it is. But the part where they were in was happy, right? And she was like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, but we caught a wild pig together. And she was like, well, maybe that's what makes it all worth it, you know. Okay, I think the one episode I've seen of Bluey is... Bluey had a friend who was deaf. Mm-hmm. And they were like, they were sign language in it. Mm-hmm. And I felt so intrigued. Like, I stopped everything and watched that episode thoroughly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when the fuck, like, when the fuck did y'all put this mm-hmm. into, like, into, if we wish this? I would love like, to watch that, like, they, throughout. I haven't seen it, but they have an episode where, like, they have an aunt, the mom's sister. And they're like, why does aunt, uh, I forgot her name. So-and-so only come... We don't really see her that much for our whole life. And she's like, well, aunt so-and-so wants something she really can't have. Mm. Like, she wants something she really can't have. And, you know, something like that. She's like, being around children makes her really sad sometimes. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's sad. Or something like that. I don't remember. Oh, my gosh. First of all, I need to... Is it... It's on Disney Plus, huh? Yeah. 
I have Disney Plus, so guess who's gonna go home and watch that now? Is uh the uh is Black Panther out on anything yet? Maybe, I don't know. You still haven't seen it. No, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm gonna have to go into the new year talking about that. So next I go guarantee next episode I'm gonna watch it. But I need to watch it. I, I have not sat down and watched that at all. I've been watching everything but that. Mm. Well, she said, why? She's like, why did Aunt Brandy want to leave? Is she sad? Um, And why have we only seen her once in our lives? Hold on, let me see. She said, well, there's something Aunt Brandy wants more than anything as well, but she can't have it. And there's not really anything anyone can do about it. And, um, hold on. And why can't she, why can't she just have the things she wants? And she said, because it's just not meant to be. That's sad. Mm-hmm. That That is so sad. Yeah, that 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 show is about to have a lot of these kids, like, really mentally, not, well, mentally prepared for mm-hmm. the, for certain things. I actually like that. I wonder why the fuck they didn't have shows like that growing up. If they did, please enlighten me on what show y'all had growing up like that. That could do sign language and shit. Not sign language, but um, I was watching Hey um, Hey Arthur the other day, and it was the episode where the man from Mister Nguyen came from um, Vietnam, Vietnam, maybe Viet- I think Vietnam, and like they had like, you know, it was, I think it was Saigon or whatever when um the military came and they wanted everybody to get on the plane or whatever. Yeah. But he handed his baby to her because there's only space left, and then yeah. they reunited at the end. I mean, that was something. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean... I can't remember off the top of my head who... I don't know. The, the, our My generation just probably did. We probably did have some very educational shows that probably showed some stuff like that. But I, I don't know. Okay, so off subject. I have two things to say off mm-hmm. subject. But have you heard the theory of um, the Magic School Bus theory? What is it? That Miss um, um, Frizzle is actually uh, the, the little redhead child's cousin or whatever. They actually killed Miss Frizzle in space. And she grew up like they did something to make her grown to replace the Frizzle that they killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. So, allegedly the first episode of uh, the Magic School Bus... They had uh I, I need to real I need to know the little redhead dude name, but he had took his cousin to uh Miss Frizzle's class and was just like, Hey, I need you to see that, you know, my teacher is a wacko. Like I need you to come see this mm-hmm. shit. Like we've been going on crazy ass adventures. So this episode they really didn't go on one. They went to the plantation and he was kinda let down of it. So the plantation was closed and she was like, Oh, well I can take y'all somewhere we could you know, that that is close to this and she ended up taking them on this magical ass adventure. I don't know what the cousin was picking up, but it was like some weird ass like crystal shits and she kept like picking them up, putting them in the bus. And at this point, all right, you 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 loading the bus too much. So they had to tell her, ma'am, little red headed whore, you cannot put that shit oh in the bus. Oh my god. So she was just like I'm gonna put it in now. I'm gonna put it in now. But then all of a sudden they had to go back because of something. It, it was a lot of shit that happened right there. And so 
they was like, uh, all right, well, it's either you gotta go or these crystals gonna have to go. So you're gonna have to pick one. And she was like, Well, I'm picking I'm picking this. I'm not gonna leave my stuff. So the little red haired dude was irritated about it and he ended up taking his mask off. They was on the space. He ended up taking his mask off and his whole head turned into crystals. So they instantly went back and had to cover it up. My bad, wrong murder. They ain't had to come back. And so what happened was the little redhead dude is actually replaced by his cousin. And Miss Frizzle is still the same, but they end up killing the little boy. There we go. This was an episode? That's an episode. <laughs> Allegedly. That is the that is the conspiracy of that episode. I've never I've watched the Magic School Bus so much. I've never heard of that I've episode. I've never heard of that either. But it's the first episode they said. And it was when, I don't know the little redhead boy name, but he was trying to show his cousin that Miss Frizzle be taking them on these crazy ass trips. And allegedly he put he took his helmet off and he his head went into crystals and it had to immediately go back. You know, they had to immediately go back to the real world. And then he ended up dead. But it's the first episode of the Magic it's the first episode. I'm going to have to research that. Because I've never <laughs> I heard found of that. I found that on TikTok. Somebody said, Miss Frizzle has demonic powers. What the? I can believe Ms. that Miss Frizzle one. is a witch gone rogue. Whoa. Okay. Um, <laughs> These conspiracy theories. Miss <laughs> Frizzle is gay. What? Hold on. How? Wait. Where do y'all? Huh? Hmm. That's that's different. How can they? Can how can they? What's the proof? What's the evidence on that uh-huh. one? Because, huh? I can see the witches and shit, but her being gay. I, I mean, don't tell me because it's what she will. Let me see. It's a long disputed um among amateur critics opinion that miss frizzle is a lesbian you may be asking yourself what exactly makes miss frizzle sexuality interesting but there's no clear answer some straight comments in seemingly satirical articles suggest that show champion witchcraft which in the 1990s was not the compliment that it is today um what an interesting notion to consider as witches historically rolled their broom as a means of exor- of absorbing a potent herbal concoction through the mucous membranes of the vagina. What? Bitch. Wait, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Wait. What the fuck is this article talking about? Bullshit. Cause I, ah! While Miss Frizzle's sexual and romantic leanings aren't revealed in the series, the woman who played her, Lily Tomlin, had left her own orientation no mystery. In 2013, her orientation was publicly confirmed when she announced uh, that age 73, she married her long-term partner, writer Jane Wagner, the same year. So how the fuck Miss Frizzle gay? Because the voice actor is gay? I don't know. Okay. This article not talking about shit. Talking about Let the me see. fucking projecting works of the pussy. I mean, I'm confused. <laughs> what the fuck? Y'all got going on. Mm. <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, first of all, y'all talked about her being gay and we're straight to... <sighs> Anyways. Okay, what was your favorite song of the year? Either it's something you listened to a lot this year or something that came out this year. Okay, my favorite one right now... And will forever be is Free Fall by Duran Burner and K Tra K Tra 
not the I, I can't say their name right but i i love that song oh my god so the lyrics of the song is it's beautiful i i mean first of all it's i just want to let go free fall i don't want to not trust no more i just want to let go of free fall so catch me baby here i come oh my mm-hmm. god i some it's just something about those lyrics and then the the melody of it it's very soothing and it's just like it puts you in a trance it's like you know you sitting there like not at a rave but it's just like you you bob into it and it's like you'll go into a different space with that song it's it's they put their toes in that song mm, okay <laughs> what about you all right so um you got a couple i have maybe about five okay okay so this is what i listened to a lot this year august by taylor swift that came out maybe a year or two ago we go up by Nicki minaj came out this year Come on. Blind by SZA came out this year. Uh, Can I Call You Tonight by Dayglow. Uh, Nature Feels by Frank Ocean. So what So what makes those your favorite songs? I just like them. You just like them? <laughs> They're oh. written really well. The production is really good. And I like it. And like, we go, after all that surgery, you are still ugly. And, and that's, that's what, what gets me. me. <laughs> <laughs> that's my point. Oh, and another song I like. Um, Fucking Off the Table. By Ariana Grande and right. The Weeknd. Oh, my God. Uh, again, I, that song is so underrated. I feel like she should have made a video to that song. But right. that that song is a jewel in her fucking album. Like, that song is really, really, right. really, really amazing. I've also listened to Save Room for Us by Tanache a lot. That's a nice track. I, you know, I do want to talk about her because she is very underrated. Yeah. A lot of people literally over... Uh, Oh, oh, they overlook her. Right. And I feel like Tanache, she's she's a dope ass. She can dance good right. as fuck. Her albums be hitting, but it's just like she's never in the limelight right. at times. And I always wonder why. Like she be in the background or whatever, but it's just like why why y'all give so much praise to non singers like Jaquise Big Teeth Ass versus her, mm-hmm. and he can't sing for shit. I'm right. sorry, that is not. Who is your least favorite artist? Here we go. <laughs> of this year. Least favorite artist of the year. Ooh. Of the year. Let me think. She's so cute, but I do not enjoy Ice Spice. Not her music. <laughs> she's so cute. I think she's cool, but like, I don't. Party not lit, then why would I go? Why would I go? She's so cute. She's cute, but like, I don't, I don't listen to Ice Spice. I hope she gets better. Um, I got, I got a couple. One right now, and it will forever be. I do not like Young Boy. Young Boy. I do not. I, I don't know how people can listen to him. I don't. Mm-mm. He, he is not my favorite. Mm-hmm. I don't rock with him like that. Mm-mm. Another one is the baby and the baby the. The I, baby or little baby? The, the the baby. Yeah, little baby. I didn't like him only because I I didn't like how he looked. Cause everybody was like, "Oh, he's fine." I'm like, I like little baby. I like his music. I yeah. love little baby music, but he just he don't attract me. The baby. Mm-hmm. I used to be in love with the baby. I do not like him no more. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot of things he did just because he felt like he do it with the whole. And I do want to talk about this after this. The whole Megan thing in your fucking song. Like, all right, if you fucked her, that's fine. But you ain't got to put it in the song. Like, what what purpose did you gain mm-hmm. from that shit? Or how he did Danny Lee. I don't fuck with Danny Lee. 
don't fuck with her either. And she's but white and she pretends to be black. What's that song? Um, what's that song about her with the fucking light skins? Um, oh, yellow bone is what he want. You're yellow not even bone. yellow, bitch. You're not black. You're yellow white. Bone, so bone. you're you're not even yellow. A yellow bone is a, a light skinned black person like yellow me. Bones, what do you mean? Like you're you're a white person. Like I don't care about him. But it, it was fucked up how he did it. But I mean, yellow bones. What do you want? That's the most stupidest song. When I heard that, I said, what But the she fuck has that beautiful mean? brown skin, baby. That baby's beautiful. Yeah. But that I think that's the only people on my shit list right now. Oh, and Jaquees. I don't I don't enjoy Jack Harlow. I've been a like he's just the most fucking mediocre person I've ever seen. I was told he was fine. And I was just like, yeah, but mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. like y'all just calling that man fine because he like black bitches. He don't like black bitches. Well, <laughs> there, there you go, right there. <laughs> There's your hopes and dreams, young black people. Like he don't, he don't fuck with us like that. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that I think. Do I got anybody else? I don't want to say too much because uh, I don't want no beehive. I'm not going to say I don't like Beyonce. I'm not going to say that. I just feel like y'all very much over hyper. And I just feel like, can we give somebody else a try? Mm -hmm. Like, can we put Carrie Hilson back in the booth? Like, that's my girl. Can we put her back in the booth? Uh, Tanache, can we do that for her? Mm -hmm. Like, Y'all vibe, my goodness. I'm not a part of Beehive. I'm a Navy fan regardless. But, mm-hmm. I mean, y'all, I feel like next year, this is the thing next year, can we not overhype these motherfucking artists that don't need to be overhyped? Please, leave them the fuck where they at. Leave them where they Exhibit at. Exhibit A, Cardi motherfucking B. Who overhypes her? Everybody. Black people in love with her. Oh, she can't so. do no motherfucking wrong. But that girl... What she put out, I mean, tomorrow too. Okay, I'll give you that one. But what's that shit she did with Kanye West and Lil Durk? Hot shit. That was hot shit. That was garbage. Ah, uh, <laughs> like that girl cannot rap. Like her, like her tongue is fucking heavy. <laughs> Ever since I seen her put a damn beer bottle in her coochie, oh my god, <laughs> and fuck herself and give it back to the bed, I've never been the fucking oh same. I do not. Fuck. <laughs> I said that and screamed, but y'all fucks with that. Yeah, she literally was in the club, and the man just gave her a water bottle or and whatever she, the fuck, uh, and she was in there ramming that hoe in her vagina, like going, ha- oh my God, the color particles in that motherfucking bottle, and that, I bet that motherfucker was happy as hell, oh my God, sniffing it at all. Oh yeah. my God, they got pictures of when she was a tri- stripper, and they were spreading her thong, and I saw a picture of her asshole. Oh. My, oh my God! God. <laughs> oh my God! That's somebody. Can y'all stop over? Can y- y'all leave? Please leave her with a fuck mm-hmm. she at. Cause I ain't never heard nobody over hype her. If they did, no, every, I must them, be on the wrong side, them, baby. Bitches, they love some like. Oh, I love. She can't do no more. I love like bitch. Like as soon as you call a little black baby a dead monkey, it's over for you, hoe. For real. Who? You don't. You don't know. No. She was getting into it with this lady on uh, Instagram one time, way before either. No. Is, it was a little bit before she blew up. And she called, she said, the lady said something. And she said, go take care of that dead monkey in your profile. She's talking about her baby. Oh, bitch. And she calls black, black women roaches and burnt and shit. No, bitch. And now you're pretending to be black up here? Uh-uh. Ain't no way. Oh, bitch, please. I would never be. Again, I was never a fan when I saw that shit go in her <laughs> coochies. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Bitch, if you can fit things like that in there, I can only be surprised if you can fit a whole book in that motherfucker. Just a book. Oh, my, my God. God. And she, <laughs> Another person, I'm tired of y'all overhyping. God, Jesus. I don't know if I should say it. Um... Can y'all stop overhyping? What the fuck is that bitch? And I just had it on my head. Hold on, just let me be for a minute because mm. I had it in my fucking head. I love Glorilla because it ain't her. I like her deep ass voice. Uh, you got 99 yeah. problems in the biggest one is me. Who the fuck am I thinking of? I don't know, but do you need, who do you want who, to stop Who is it? Who does it? Who? Oh, it was on the tip of my damn tongue. I, and I was about to say it. I, I even had the song with it. I don't know, but if you got damn, somebody, um, go ahead. God damn. Let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. Uh, damn it, yes. Um, the, the shit, uh, the, no. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I almost had it, and it went the fuck away. Fuck, fuck, fuck. It's okay. Who the, the white, black? <laughs> they black. I'm just trying to New think of who it is. Uh. Somewhat in the middle. I'm going to look for it. Hold on, y'all. Give me a momento because I really got to look for it. Y'all, I need y'all to start hyping up Jasmine Sullivan. That's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all need to start hyping her up. Who is the fucking mom? Stop overhyping Black China and her motherfucking mama. That's Uh-oh. one of them. Uh-oh. God damn. Do you know they getting into it right now on fucking they, Instagram? Oh, like I do. Like her mama. Like she say some funny, but like sometimes like when she said to Black China, I, I don't care if I sold your pussy to an army. You gonna respect me as your mother. Like, bitch. I'm sorry. Be for real. I, oh my God. Like she, Her mama be saying the most fucked up shit to her. And I understand that's why Black China is the way she is now. Oh my God. God damn. Why the fuck would you say that? Here you go. Stop hyping up, Carisha. Mmm, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's who I was thinking Let's get of. into that. First of all, I like, out of all the, uh, out of both of the city girls, I like JT. I've I always, love JT. I love JT. I don't like Carisha. I don't. I mean, I don't want this to tarnish vividly vocal, but... Why it's do you say not, that? What makes you feel that way? Because, like, what if she hear like, our stuff and be like, why you don't like me? And I'm going to just tell her, I don't like you. Go into, why, what made you feel like, is it what she talk? Because she, she talk bad as fuck. Oh, my God. I mean, I could, I could, I could do away with the talking. Uh, her understanding is at a zero. Like, Carisha, I don't know if Carisha played dumb or if she really dumb. Mm. That, that's, that's really the million dollar question because, JT, JT's smart. Like, yeah. I was, I watched the episode of Carisha, please, and JT was spitting some real ass right. shit. And then here comes Carisha. Is that the episode where her and Santana is on it? And yes. And was talking to JT crazy? Ooh, girl! Mm-hmm. I, JT was saying some real shit, but then you have Carisha. Oh, she reminds me of, of a, a, a fucking meerkat or something, like, it's just like she don't have the brain capacity of a squirrel. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I feel like she got it and she just be playing dumb. But if she just really don't got it, can y'all stop hyping mm-hmm. her? That's all. Right. And then on top of that, she, okay, so how I feel with her and Diddy? <sighs> how do I feel about Very that? True. I feel like with her and Diddy... You got with this man, and I mean, you wanted him to spoil you, this and that. Woo, woo, woo. Kudos to you. 
But when you heard this man had a baby, and then at first she did an interview, and somebody asked her, well, did you know about the baby? She said, no, I didn't. <laughs> she backed off, and G Herbo got on her stuff and was like, so you knew about Diddy having his baby. You popped up and said, well, yeah, we've been talked about it, so why did you lie? Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, I have what really pissed me off about that, she was going back and forth with one of Diddy's other girls. Like, girl, like, know your role. Like, like if you're yes. going to get some money from this man who's a billionaire, keep it that way. Don't get into it with his other bitches. You know what you're doing. You know he got, like, seven other girlfriends and shit like that. I mean, Play your he, fucking role. She was just on his bike a couple days like, ago. I don't care if we on the run. <laughs> on that picture. Four hours what? ago. Posted on Instagram. I don't care if we on the run, baby. As long as I'm next. That's not your man. Know like your that role. Song is real trendy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of y'all be on the run but like she got into it with this girl i think her name is gina or some shit like that she's like bitch if diddy want me to lick want you to lick my pussy you'll be on your knees for me like you not this not a flex right now because y'all all did these women at the end of the day and it's like girl if you're gonna be a sugar just leave it at that you know that's not your man like oh my god and what else happened Fuck, I had it on my mind. Uh, it's about her? Yeah. Oh she, um, he had a baby. And, you know, like, people were like, mm, how you feel, Carisha? Oh, you can't, oh, I don't give a, I don't give a fuck, I don't know. And she's like, welcome to the world, love, or some shit like that. That the baby, the baby came, the baby's name is Love, or some shit like that. Oh, I remember somebody said something, she was like, I'm single, love, but mm-hmm. look where you at right mm-hmm. now. Ain't you behind the bike with Diddy right now? But. Word on the curb is some people say Diddy likes boys. So he's keeping all these women around him. That's what they say. I don't know the validity of that statement, but they say Diddy like boys. So I he's keeping this. these women. Like he keeps, somebody said, I doubt he even fuck young Miami. I doubt, I bet she's just on his arm. You know, just to be like, I'm a man. I have, I'm a straight man. I have women around me. You I've, know? I've heard that. They got a video recording going around. I'm going to have to play it. Of Diddy talking to like his uh some homeboys, he was like well, a long time mm-hmm. ago, and he was like, "Yeah, you like when I talk like that to you, Daddy? You like for me to suck your dick?" <gasps> oh and my it was God. just like, "Whoa, <laughs> stranger danger!" Like, what the fuck are you saying? I mean, he could be bisexual, but like, oh fuck! I mean, Joe Budden came out and yeah, said bisexual. he was. So yeah. I mean, I mean, if you feel as though you. You want to come out to the world and say that you li- that you like both things. I mean, go ahead and say mm-hmm. that, but it ain't no word around the curve, baby. He <laughs> he just slipped up and said it before, and a lot of people that said that he didn't fool around with a lot of his artists that were boys. Yeah, oh, my yeah, God. that's been Diddy has some form of like curse on his ass. Like they was talking about, uh, damn, Dirty I came. Came. Up- Oh yes, and also they. Uh, I came across a TikTok about how bad boys came to be. Um, it was him, this some dude, another dude, another dude. I keep saying that, and uh, his wife Kim. Right. Kim died. The other person died, and then uh, I forgot old dude. The Wayne something died, but the other dude is still alive. But he almost died, and so they're basically saying that. The conspiracy is Diddy is sacrificing people. Mm. Like he did Tupac. Yeah. Or he did Biggie. Because they say he set up Biggie getting shot. God. And he set up Tupac getting shot. Suge Knight confirmed that Diddy was that Diddy set him up. 
Damn. But then again, they say Tupac in Cuba. <laughs> it's a lot of shit. I, I really want to get into like an episode of just talking about conspiracies, period, right. because that would be a good ass episode. Right, for sure. Um, my last thing I do want to say before we uh end this episode and talk about the New Year's. Um, how are we feeling about the Megan and Tori? That fucking case was a mess. Like. So the question I, is, who shot Meg? Exactly. Here's my thing. I'm not on nobody's side. I think everybody involved is lying in some way. I feel like not everybody's being truthful about in what the part they played in the situation. Because um, I follow, her name is Milagro Graham. She, um, she was there in the courthouse. She was taking notes about everything that happened, you know. Right. And she was taking notes and she would come back, you know, on break to read everything she wrote down. And, you know, it just felt like, you know, some like people say court isn't about um, court isn't about it's only about what you can prove, you know. Right. And they said there was some reasonable doubt about I mean, I forgot. Look, man, it wasn't, you know, the case wasn't if Tori shot her. It was if, you know, what caused this gun. I don't fucking know. I'm going to have to go back and read the notes. I'm going to have to sit down and really. So the case wasn't it. about who shot. Let me see. It wasn't about. Who shot her? It was about, you know, if he shot... It was something like that. Hold on. It was like if he did it or if he fired the gun or some shit like that. Because from from what Meg said, um, or what everybody's speculating, Kelsey did it. That's what everybody's speculating. Everybody I said... Because, like, they were on the stand. The e, EJ, her former hairstylist, said everybody was drunk out their fucking mind. So that's why I feel like people's stories keep switching up. Because nobody know, probably nobody knows what the night. You right. nobody knows what the fuck happens. I feel like nobody nobody's being truthful and they all lying on top of it. Everybody trying to fill in the blank. So it's like, you know, I don't feel like we'll ever know what really one hundred percent went down. Right. You know, but it resulted in Megan being hurt, and that sucks. That's horrible. She got hurt in some way. Here's what I think. I don't know. They didn't say who the gun was for or who the gun was registered to. It had the serial number on it. They said, whose gun is that? I think somebody said it was like a small gun. Maybe a female would carry. Yeah. You know, but they said, the hairstylist said, Tori was wearing trunks. So he didn't look like he had, he, had, he either had drawers to swim or trunks on because they were swimming at college in house. And he either had drawers or some swim trunks on. So he couldn't have had a gun on him or some shit like that. Versus Kelsey. Right. Versus Kelsey. They said, Kelsey... She's, they said, okay, so here's the thing. So they were at Kylie Jenner's house. Mm-hmm. And Megan was like, invite Tori over, invite Tori. So they come, and then um, either Kelsey's really fucking drunk or Megan's really fucking drunk, or somebody's like, come on, Kelsey, Megan, get the fuck in the car, let's go. So Tori's like, I'm not leaving, I'm staying, staying here. And so Megan gets in the car. I'm gonna have to read the transcript. So they go, and like, Megan's like, she didn't wanna leave because Tori was there. Because yeah. they had a. They did have, it's found that they did have a sexual relationship of some kind, you know. Like, she didn't want to leave. I fucking knew it. Right? She didn't want to leave Tori with Kylie Jenner because Tori was like, oh, Kylie Jenner, I'm finna get all that, you know. But, <laughs> no, he was like, ooh, Kylie, like, when nigga in Hollywood's not gonna jump on Kylie Jenner. Right. But, you know, she's like, let's go back. I left some. Let's go back. I left a slipper or some shit like that. So, they go back and then they make, I think they make Tori get in the Well, here's what Kelsey said. So, they pull up. And so, Megan goes in the house to go get Tori. They, her and Tori come running out. She said, Kylie said, we got to get the fuck up out of here. So Kylie was in. Ky- Ky- she, um, she was in the house, but she didn't get on the stand to testify. 
or some shit like that. Well, damn, why? Yeah, exactly, why? But, you know, they get in, and some shit happens. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Somehow, at some point, it slips out that Tori been fucking both Megan and Kelsey. Mm. So, at some, I don't even fucking remember the details. It's just like, everybody's giving it such a different account of the story that resulted in Megan being hurt. I think everybody was just so fucking drunk. Nobody really knows what happened. Nobody is being truthful. Nobody's, you know, being honest or some shit like that. I just think, I don't know, sometimes I think, well, maybe shit, they just were probably just all fighting over the gun and then Megan got hit or some shit like that. I feel like my conspiracy with that, I feel like Kelsey had the gun. Yeah, that too. And I feel like she shot. Mm Mm-hmm. And to prevent her from doing anything crazy, Tori grabbed it. Right. And when he grabbed it, Megan looked back. Oh, you, you got shot the gun. You might want to check the connection. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all, but, yeah, like, I look back. Oh, you got the gun. Right. You you shot me. Right. So, I'm going to blame you. So, <sighs> I don't know. That case was a fucking, it's a mess and everybody's so divided over it. And it's just like, I don't know. I mean, Kelsey said, once this trial over, I'm going to let it all sing. And like, girl, where are you? She said that? Yes, yeah, she did. Well, bitch, you where ain't singing. Bitch. Please let that hoe sing. Now, if she come out and say she did it, that hoe need to be put in jail. Right. Because I'm I'm on the, I mean, I, I love Meg up and down. And I, I've been on her side throughout this whole thing. But I really don't think that man shot her. Mm. And I don't think he, if he did, it was not intentionally. Right. It's, I feel it's like just, it was more going I, on. I mean, I'm not a Meg fan, but I'm not a Tory fan. I'm not a fan of either. But like, I enjoy both of their music, right? Right. So, like, I remember that night that it happened. She got on live the next day and was like, he shot me. He did it. He shot me. He shot me. He shot me. But then I remember she did gave. She said it. She gave her story again. And, like, some details changed, you know. Well, I was like, okay, I'm not going to press it. But then she started, you know, changing some other stuff. So, it's either you were really drunk and you really don't remember what happened or, you know, or nobody's being honest in this situation about re- what really went down. You know? Right. She's a mess. That didn't know that is a fucking mess. Right. Like, whatever happens, I hope justice it was served. Or if it wasn't served, it's going to be served. I hope. I hope she's able to have a peaceful right. new year. Because that, that was a lie. Right. Um, I'm sorry for the terms of Tori being in jail. But I just feel like Kelsey plays a big part of this. And I right. feel like if he is in jail, she needs to be in jail, Right. Too. So, either, like, I'm, I don't know, you know, about being the quote-unquote snitch. But I was like, if that bitch shot, I'd be like, hey, that bitch right there, I, she, she did it. But, she. I mean, some niggas are like, I'm not going to snitch. You know, I'm not going to I don't know. I don't know. I feel some like people live by the code <laughs> right. and snitches get snitches. This shit was dragged on for damn near three years. And it's like. Damn, we still really don't truly know what happened. All we got is Meg's side of the story. We don't really have Kelsey's. And we don't really... Actually, I listened to Daystar. Mm-hmm. Some of it. The album. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it again. That's Tori's album. He's basically letting this shit sing about, you know, what, what happened. You know, I only got to the part where him and Meg were like... T- they were like, damn, they were dating. Like, like they had a big... Rela- they had a damn What's near relationship. Album? Daystar. I'm going to listen to that shit. They said, EJ said, well, no, Meg and Tori had a relationship or something. They were going on vacations and shit. They were going on trips together. I would drop her off at his house sometimes. You know, they had a whole relationship going or some shit. But Ooh. like he was singing. He's like, I thought you were the one. He's like, the guess the joke's on me or some shit. It's called jokes on me. He's like, I told my people you were the one or some shit like that. Oh, bitch, it's I'm a mess. To, I'm going to have to listen to it because, you know, people be right. decoding shit like right. that. Oh, bitch, I'm going to have to take my time and decode that. But um, do we have anything else to <clears throat> discuss with them about 
New Year's mm-hmm. resolution. No, and y'all, we did go off a little bit subject with that, but. I mean, all together, though, I hope everybody has a wonderful new year. By the time this post is going to be, what, after New Year's Day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe maybe New Year's, maybe New Year's Day, maybe the day after New Year's. Yeah, uh, it'll, it'll be posted New Year's, y'all. Y'all know I'm going to get this on a hot Monday, but we, we going to post it on New Year's mm-hmm. because I really want y'all to enjoy this um, with listening ears. So... Of course, Happy New Year's, y'all. This is recorded the day before, but Happy New Year's to y'all. emails? Yeah. Okay. So, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get to these emails. So, we will see you guys after the commercial break. Are you enjoying the show? Give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening on and connect with us on social media. Our Instagram is at VividlyVocalPod. Our Facebook is Vividly Vocal Podcast, and our Twitter is at Vividly Vocal. Vividly Vocal is an independent operation. So if you want to help us get bigger and better, cash up us at dollar sign Vividly Vocal. Now, back to the show. All right, we're back. We're back. First one. Welcome back, ladies. Hey, hey. It's been almost forever since I sent you guys an email about the crazy things that's been happening with my life. Yes, that guy is still in jail from the last time. Remember when he almost tried to kidnap me from the grocery store? Oh, my God. That was such a crazy situation right there. But I'm not worried about him anymore. Now I have a new situation going on, and I need some help. By the way, phenomenal job you ladies are doing. Just wanted to say that. But here's my problem. Guy, I'm a dating, guy I am dating refuses to drive me. Weird, right? Well, here's the problem. We are both in our late 20s. We live roughly 45 minutes away from each other, but in the same city and state. But he considers that to be far. I drive my own car or put out money for lifts to get him, to get to him. He has a car, but he refuses to move it due to not wanting to lose a parking space. I always come down to his area. I had an alarming, disturbing experience in my last lift ride. I was in a car with two men, one driver, one passenger. It was a shared lift, and they knew each other, who were posing nasty questions and forcing me to give them my number. The driver enabled this behavior. I blocked the dude's number, and he contacted me again through a pizzeria he goes to. He mentioned this in the car ride. I told the guy I am dating, and he seems apathetic. I told the guy that I'm dating, and he seems apathetic. I have not texted since Sunday. I just do not have anything else to say. This is frustrating, and I was hoping anybody had any insight on how to go about doing things from this point forward. In my opinion, distance isn't too far, especially when it is someone you care about. He also does not have the desire to explore cities outside of his our very own. I just do not know how we're going to craft memories if we stay in the same space. Sometimes cars are essential. What do you guys think? Stop fucking with him. <laughs> Get out of my head. I, I had a whole brain for it. Like, stop fucking with this man because I feel like you could drop to him, but he can't drive right. to you. It's a fucking parking spot. Like, it's just going to gone forever as soon as you move your car. So does he not drive to work or drive to other places or drive to the grocery store or drive to anywhere? He weird. Right. I'm sorry, but drop him like a motherfucking right. bad habit because... I shouldn't have to waste my gas, waste my money, waste my time to come to you. And you can't do the same for me. And when you just park in another fucking parking right. spot. So, like, especially does he know, knowing the fact that you got damn near got kidnapped and then you're sitting in this, uh, this lift with this creepy ass dude. A man would be like, man, I don't want my girl to even even think about doing that to get to me. Exactly. You know, like. He does if he doesn't care, he's apathetic. He doesn't fucking care about, you know, your safety. He don't care about your safety. So like Leave so you mind. not worth the risk of losing the parking space. 
Like, be fucking for real. Fuck him. Shit. Fuck him. Yeah. Next email. My girls, my girls. Ciao. You ladies on this podcast is doing such an amazing job, and I do recommend that someone needs to pick up this podcast. I feel the shit that you girls are, say are really something that ladies and men need to hear, especially my fucking sugar daddy. Girls, I'm back. So let's catch up some, if you mm. will. So I'm still with my sugar daddy. He has been doing such an amazing job being there for me and sending me all the money, of course. Now that it's you two ladies, I might be sending plane tickets for you girls to come out here or go to a party with me in Miami. Uh, let's go. Come on and come back to the podcast and tell them the amazing experience you've had with a listener. Shit. Bitch, I'm ready. But I've been saving my money, of course, and helping my best bitch as she is still in nursing school. I just bought her a new Birkin and some, Ni- and some custom Nike Ducks. As a thank you, girl. I always give my girl with the best shit. If I have it, she always going to have it. You girls ever had a female friend that literally was a soulmate to you and it's nothing sexual or you just don't look at each other like that, but you will give her the world? Yeah, that's what type of friendship I have with her in particular. She is amazing. They say opposites attract and that girl is my main squeeze. So, of course, I've been spoiling my girl, but you know, it's always someone hating from a distance. So, the girl I have completely fell out with, she ends up calling my best friend. Now, my best friend and her are not talking anymore due to the fact that she done me so damn wrong. I wouldn't hang out with a bitch that my friend wasn't cool with. That is law. But she called her because she had seen that we was posting how much fun we had in Tulum. Which, ladies, that is a place for you to... Wait... With ladies, that's the place that you two girls need to go to. It was extremely beautiful and so peaceful. Me and my best friend turned our phones off and just relaxed. But she felt some type of way that she seen us going these places and she didn't get invited. Mind you, ladies, I don't talk to her at fucking all. Like, me and her will never be the same. You felt comfortable fucking with one of my sugar daddies and not tell me anything for one. And then you get money from him and get money from me. That's not right. She tried to have her cake and eat it too, mm. which backfired on her ass. But my best friend did not answer her call at all, which made her leave a voicemail. If you girls only heard it, she was being so disrespectful to my best friend. She was calling her a bitch and that she picked the wrong side to be on and that I'm <coughs> fake and I'm not really her friend and that she wants to meet up and fight a person and that I need to unblock her mad ass and fight her. I don't fight fair, so I really don't want to hurt her. Ladies, what approach should I have do? What approach should I do? I want to get my sugar daddy involved to tell him his dad needs to check that bitch. But that's going to start some more shit with him and his dad. And I don't want to be, I don't want it to be any more of a bother. So I don't know how to handle this pos- without possibly hurting her. Help, please. So, that hater. <laughs> so, she's with the sugar daddy's son. So, oh, yeah. and I, rem- I mean, I remember, but like, I think the last email was she was going to have a conversation with the girl who took her sugar daddy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, did we get an update after that? They were supposed to, ha- she was supposed to be having a conversation with her. Oh, I guess they So, did. like, I, I was wondering if her and the sugar daddy are back together. And then, did he let the girl go, or is the girl still in the picture? Or is she with the sugar daddy's son? She's still with the sugar daddy's son. And calling him her sugar daddy. Yeah, because she said at the end, I would tell my sugar daddy. To get his dad. Yeah. So the girl's with his dad still. Yeah. And she's with the son. Yeah. 
I mean, I would still tell the tell the the old sugar daddy your your uh fucking sugar grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Get, I would tell the um the the son to get his dad. Like, check your bitch, please. He's she's threatening my bitch, you know. And it's like, what more? <laughs> what? What more do you want? You know, you got my original sugar daddy. You know, you got what more do you want? But then it's the principle though too, bitch. You were getting money from me, me and, and my from sugar him. Daddy. Not like, trying to bitch, tell me nothing. You, you know, like you gutter ass. Like, what more do you want from me? Like, because I didn't invite you to Tulum, like. Go to Tulum with my original sugar that it, that you had. From Get me. you some friends and go together. Oh wait, like, but you because you're a snake, so you can't have any friends. Oh shit! Now you, that you realize, oh my friends gone, so I'm supposed to invite you to Tulum with your mad ass. Like, what do you mean? Ah, <laughs> her approach. Ooh, how can she approach? I wouldn't approach it at all. all right. Bitch, hey, keep hating from a distance. Mm-hmm. Bitch, keep talking your shit. Tell your best friend to change her number and move accordingly. Like right. we, we or don't tell associate. best friend if you keep speaking to me, I'm going to press charges on you. Exactly. You we know. don't associate with bullshit ass bitches or trash ass bitches like that, and just move accordingly because obviously that bitch, like we talked about, you're picking a reason. You're you're you picking a reason to fight with me. Right. You're you're you want to fight. Yeah. You want to fight. You you're. You're you're antagonizing me. Like you you want to start an argument. No, don't give her the satisfaction of the doubt. You keep making your money, you and your best friend. And again, that hoe is going to be hating from a distance. Right. You, with your mad ass. Fuck her. Yeah. Shit. So just move accordingly. Don't even handle it. Now if it get crazy, like Blue said, press charges. Mm-hmm. Cause bitch, now you move a shiesty. She yeah. reminded me of that email about that girl that be stalking old girl in the uh apartment. Yes. yes. Y'all also stop you yeah, shit. See if the sugar daddy wants a jailbird for a sugar baby. <laughs> you gonna be a hood prince. <laughs> hood prince. Oh my god. All right, y'all. Hey. Last email. Hey. Hey. This is a very podcast full of laughter and it has been times i have cried from some of the good things you girls have said and you girls are only in eight episodes mr jody is very funny i was extremely filled with laughter listening to this episode i think that hooking up is extremely dangerous and i don't recommend that to anyone not even my friends it's horrible i wasn't prepared for that episode because the topic changed at the last minute yeah for our guests but i really wanted to get into some like the dangers and like you know like you know the physical dangers the psychological dangers of uh hooking up but like we'll have to do a part two sometime you know but this podcast is amazing i'm waiting for you girls to make it big it's going to be so refreshing when it happens so if you guys remember my father my situation with my mother and my father with her drug use and stealing from us guess what we got all our money back. Yay! Such a blessing. We do speak. We don't speak with our mother anymore. She is complete garbage, and we will never be the same. We don't want a relationship with her ever again. But this is a situation I need help with. How do I stop being jealous of my two friends? I have two main like best friends. I'm closer to one of them, but I don't think they feel the same way. They always hang out, and today they were on a call without me when we were meant to be a trio. I know it's a little thing, but I can't change my feelings and I don't really know what to do. I always feel left out with them and I just can't really take it anymore. I don't want to unfriend them, but I'm not really happy anymore and I'm a very happy person. They always go to each other's houses and most of the time I'm not invited. I asked them to try to include me more and now their invite doesn't feel genuine and I know they really don't want me there. One of my friends is depressed and I is depressed, I think, and she doesn't like being at home. So she goes to my other mate's house to make her feel better. And I know it's selfish, but I don't feel 
I don't like it. I feel left out and I always feel like I'm missing out on something. It's almost like I'm saying that she can't be there unless I am. I know that's wrong, but that's just how I feel and I don't know how to change it. I don't know if any of that makes sense, but any advice would be helpful. Thank you. That <sighs> makes sense. It makes sense, but my question is for them to be hanging around each other like that. Um is there any um is there any reason why they are choosing to do that? Like have you did like because I've known cuz I know from personal experience I ain't did but I know somebody who did it. You could be hanging out with some, like, y'all could all three be hanging out and they make a situation out of nothing. Mm. And I was just like, well, damn, I can't really just fuck with you like that. Or I can't fuck with you with some other people. So what about I fuck with you from a distance? And then when you start hanging out with other people, that's when you kind of get mad. Like, well, why are you doing that? So is there a reason why they're doing it? Is there something you possibly did for her to be going to the other friend's house mm-hmm. instead of including you in it? Or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, if there was nothing you've done, I know how it feels to be in a trio of people. And it's like, you feel like the afterthought. Yeah. Like, two people are close or way closer than you are to either of them. So, they're like the two best friends and you you feel like you're left out. Yeah. But y'all are still technically a trio. I know exactly how that feels. That's, that's a horrible yeah. ass feeling. And you feel like, oh, I guess we got to invite so-and-so because... She's upset that we're closer, you know, and it's like, I know it sucks. It sucks. But like, I don't know. I don't know how to fix that. I mean, and you already talked to them about it. So they feel like your the invites aren't genuine when they include you and stuff. So it's like, you know, you feel left out. Right. And then if you go and get it with another friend, they're going to feel some type of way about that, too. So it's just like, so what would she do? Right. If you fall back completely, yeah. they're going to feel some type of way, maybe. Um, I don't know. That's a sticky one. I feel as though I say talk to them and try to get some understanding of why they're yeah. doing that. Or just be like, I'm not trying to be controlling. I'm not trying to be annoying. I'm not trying to be this and that. I just yeah. want to. I just want some understanding, you know. Right. And hopefully y'all can go to meet a common ground of that. If not, I just say move on. Right. Me, I, in my situation, I let them go. Yeah. Like, I feel like I was an afterthought. Like, they would always fucking forget about me. So, I'm like, Okay. Same. I, I had to, I definitely, I had to move the fuck on mm-hmm. when, when I didn't get invited to a certain, a certain thing. And then when I made a big fuss about it, oh, well, you can come. No, mm-hmm. I went anyway, but right. no, I mean, that's just the way the cookie crumbles, unfortunately. But I mean, it is what it is, but that's going to be it for right. the email. Do we have any? Wow, y'all. We about to go to the new right. year with this podcast. Right. Anything you want to say to them? I mean, advice or just anything to say to the listeners? Don't lose this moment searching for another. Ooh. Um, I don't have no advice this time around, but I do want to say thank y'all for choosing us to listen to. Right. Thank y'all for supporting us. Um, shout out to everybody who listens to us. I don't know in particular who all listens to us, but if you do, thank you. Right. Because 
you are the, the the people that are listening you are the ones who are also sharing our podcast and getting us well known and thank you to the people that email us too mm-hmm. because without y'all emails like i mean the podcast wouldn't have been boring because right. we would have made it fun but it's just like y'all make the podcast very interesting right and and y'all choose us to come to with your advice like who are we you know to be the voice of reason for your advice you know yes i appreciate you of course i know blue appreciates y'all and we we love y'all unconditionally we cannot wait for what's happening for the new year uh we're gonna come with a lot of heat so y'all be prepared for that be prepared Mm um that's all i got that's all I got, too. You <laughs> well, said without further ado, y'all, this is Jay Marie. This is Blue. I hope y'all have a wonderful New Year's, and we will see y'all in 2023. Bye. Bye. Hey, vocalizers. Happy New Year. Today, it's my turn to bring you guys a song from my playlist. Recording this at 3, 3, 3, 3.33 p.m. right now. Today, I'm going to bring you... Good Days by SZA. Y'all probably heard this song already. But I remember New Year's Eve 2020 crossing over to 2021. I had this song playing. And, you know, as soon as the beat drop says Good Days and it drops, it was midnight. So that was fun. But today I'm bringing you Good Days because we all just need some good days, you know. Still want to try. Still believe in good days. Sunny inside. Good day living in my mind. Like half of us chasing founders of youth and our youth is in the present and i think everybody needs to be more mindful and live in the present so i'm gonna talk to y'all later and here's good days by SZA. Me on my fears, my Feeling like Jericho, feeling like Joe when he lost this shit. Got a home, my own, my cross to get alone. I ooh, way to deal, way to kill the mood. No, you like that shit, can't baby, baby. Heavy on my empty mind, shit. I gotta keep on losing the first of May. Still worried that I wasted the best.